Hey, sunshine. Hey, family. Hey, friends. Hey, my loves, my boo and my besties. Hello to everybody and welcome to another edition of the Life Unscripted podcast by Organized Energy. Hi, I am your hostess with the mostest, Miss Tiffany Williams. And um, if you'll notice, this second season of the show, um, I've really kind of cut out a lot of the extras. Um, So you'll notice there's no intro and there's no outro and there's no all the other formalities that I had in the first season. I'm trying to just cut out things all over, not just with the show, but just in general, I want to make things simple. And so pardon me if you are an avid podcast listener of other platforms and it's kind of a little extra fancy. Um, I'm trying to go the minimal route um, in a lot of things. And this being one of them, just make it simple, you know, just trying to cut to the chase make it real simple real easy to get to so that's my goal and so that's why if you'll notice the difference between season two and season one there's no more intro and outro and all that extra stuff I just want to share with you what's on my heart and uh, and let you go on to enjoy the rest of your day speaking of which how is your day how's your week been coming along how have you been How you feeling, family? Um, I truly, truly, truly do care about that. And if you want to share with me what you have going on, share some wins so that I can celebrate with you. Share some ups. And even if you have a down or so that you want to have me, you know, pray for you. I mean, whatever it is, you know, reach out. Uh, Go to organizedenergy.co backslash podcast organized energy.co backslash podcast you'll find a spot where you can leave comments or whatever it may be and just let me know how you're feeling and uh if you have commentary after i talk about what are we going to talk about today share that as well if you have a testimony or um shared experience or commentary and let me know if you would like for me to share that with the rest of my um community and audience Uh, so I do like to highlight certain um, responses that I receive so if there's something that you want to share that you don't mind that I re-share let me know that too all right but um let's move right along past that first of all I want to just thank you again everyone for tuning in I thank God for another opportunity to be here and I I gotta shout out my mama y'all gotta shout out the mama bear and the baby bears Um, Y'all know I have the four babies, main babies, they're adults except for one, but you know what I mean. (laughs) All of that. I just want to get all those, those things out, those special folk in my life. Um, And uh, for those who are just joining and maybe new to the show, I do want to introduce myself so that we are no longer strangers because I am aiming to be your business and balance bestie. So I'm going to be your business and balance bestie. I guess you better know a little something about who your bestie is, right? All right, so uh, I have been in business for 18 years, and I'm excited about that. Um, I've done a few things over the past 18 years, but been in in business for myself in one industry or another over that span of time. The last six years, I have been the principal consultant, the founder, the CEO 
of organized energy coaching and consulting. And um, in there, I work towards um, helping small businesses get it together, whether it be with their strategy to how to plan or launch or operate effectively their small businesses. So I'm all about small business strategy. That's like my favorite, favorite, favorite. And in addition to that, what goes hand in hand with that is work-life balance, time management, especially as you run a small business. And even if you don't operate a small business, work-life balance is a major thing. And some people like to argue if there's such thing as work-life balance, work-life blending, whatever it is, we're just trying trying to be holistically well, right? We're just trying to do our best, whatever that might look like, because that looks different from person to person. But that's what I do. Um, Business development, personal development, work-life balance, time management, that kind of thing. Okay. So I'm also a plant mama and uh, I'm not necessarily the best plant mama, y'all. Somebody need to come get some of these plant babies because some of them, they're not thriving, y'all. They're not thriving. They're barely surviving over here. (laughs) But I am trying to be better at that as time goes on so and um yeah i think you know and in addition to that i'm a music lover with two left feet y'all know i try to do my little two-step every once and again but um yeah i don't know if i can compete with these new kids and i don't know what type of moves they got these days it ain't that ain't me right (laughs) um a song back in the day said gangsters don't dance they groove (laughs) that might be me right there (laughs) I can groove. I don't know about the dancing, but I can groove. I got a mean two-step, y'all. But anyway, again, I hope that you are well. I hope that you are well, well, well. Um, I hope the the sun is shining where you are. And if it's raining, I hope that you are enjoying that too, because I think even the rain is beautiful. If you don't have a smile today, I want to give you mine or share mine with you. You can't have it, because I need it too, but you you can use it with me. I'll share my smile with you. How about that? And now I want to just get to what I really jumped on here to get to. I will not be long in order to be strong. I just want to share this with you real quick because it was given to me. And I just want to in turn, let this be the gift that keeps on giving. So I want to give it to you. You guys, I want to say this. Um, So first of all, I used to be in a routine where, you know, I had this thing, you know, that I would whatever the routine was for the day. Um, it would always, you know, kind of, of course, begin with getting up and making up the bed, straightening up the room, taking a shower, doing all the hygiene stuff, you know, brush your teeth, wash your face, blah, blah, blah. Throw a load of laundry in, um, have a little breakfast, uh, stretch, do a little yoga or whatever that's going to be. And then ju- I would jump into journaling and spend time with God, reading my Bible, you know, doing a little devotional type of thing praying and writing out my prayers and all these other things that I would do just to kind of be in a nice little groove for the morning, a nice way to set the stage for an amazing day. Um, And what some of you may or may not know is that I've been writing some books over the last several, several months, some books and some other things to go along with those books. And the project became more than what I thought it was going to be. And so I began to cut corners with my time because I'm like, "Mm, just for today, I'm going to pass on the yoga just for today. I'm going to pass on taking that walk, that morning walk. Uh, I don't have time. I'm trying to get this project done. So just for today, 
I'll pass on reading my Bible. And and next thing you know, over the last couple of months, I've kind of passed on a lot of things that um, I typically would incorporate into my day. And um, I have to admit that though I am, you know, one that I love, love, love teaching others about work-life balance and work-life blending and time management, I gotta say that over the last couple of months, I've been kind of off kilter with that myself. Um, So I admit to that. And uh, I happily rushed into my days just working, trying to get these projects done, dealing with vendors and and contractors and different people that were not coming through on their end of the bargain um, as it pertains to getting some of these things completed. And um, I just would just rush into days of frustration, honestly. (laughs) And um, last week, you guys, I... um, I was wrapping up my night, which had been a very long day into a long night. And um, I I looked forward to just kind of setting up for the next day. So when I'm ending work in the evenings, I'll go ahead and write out my list of what I need to do for the following day. That kind of just helps me get my bearings straight so that when the next day comes, I kind of already have Uh, the framework or the outline of what it is that I need to be doing for the day. I still might tweak it that morning, but at least have an idea of what it is, where I left off at the night before and what I need to do for the day. So um, as I was looking, as I was wrapping up the day one day last week and I was preparing or the night, it was a long, long day, long, long night. And I was preparing for the next day and, you know, just straightening up my office space and all that. I felt like God was nudging me to let me know I needed to take a break and not work the next day, which happened to be a Sunday. It was going to be a Sunday. And we've already, I've already kind of been dealing with this with God as far as not working on Sundays, like just kind of taking a break. I'm not going to debate that with any of y'all about a Sunday or a Saturday or a Sabbath or not or any of that. Just saying, I need whatever the day of the week is, I need to not work seven days a week. And over the last few months, I've gotten way off track with that. And so I was just kind of doing seven days a week just to try to get it done, you know, and sacrificing my day of rest. And uh, I feel like God has, you know, dealt with me on that or kind of nudged me like, no, you need to rest. And so um, I kind of, you know, I guess I felt like, okay, maybe I'll consider it. As I was going to bed that night, I said, I haven't read my Bible in a while, but let me at least listen to something encouraging. So I listened to the Our Daily Bread. Um, It's an app and it's an inspirational Christian based, you know, biblically based devotional. And uh, I listened to that as, as I was going to bed that night. And sure enough, it said that it was talking about resting and not doing, doing, doing. And that God is asking you to stop and spend time with him. And so I thought, wow, the timing on this, because literally moments prior to me hearing it, I was really trying to figure out, okay, I feel like God is, you know, kind of asking me to rest tomorrow. It's going to be Sunday and just to rest. And I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with that because I really looked forward to working the next day. I had some things I wanted to do, some deadlines to meet, and I don't think I really wanted to take a rest, you know, and so moments later as I read this devotional it's telling me 
God wants to take time with you, spend time with you. You know, you need to take a rest, not do, do, do. And I thought, wow, 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 wow. How perfect is the timing to get this as confirmation. So for sure, I knew I needed to rest come that next day, which would have been Sunday. So the next day comes, you know, last Sunday morning comes and I'm laying in the bed and it's early and my eyes pop open, you know, I'm ready to jump up and jump into the day of working. You know, that's just kind of my mind. The first thing I think about is, okay, what can I get done for this project for the day? Again, totally off kilter with my work life balance, work life blending completely total moment of transparency here. But my mind immediately was thinking, I got to get it to the finish line. I got to get this project done and out the door, which, by the way, I cannot wait to reveal to you guys. I've been working on something that's incredible and I cannot wait, 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 wait to share it with you all. But anyway, side note there. So anyway, Sunday, you know, the Sunday morning's here and I'm laying in the bed and I'm like, "Ah, what am I going to do? You know, I said I wouldn't work today what do I do if I'm not going to work? Like, that's what I know to do is to work. So what do you do on a day off? Like, what would I do? How would I even spend my time on this Sunday? Like doing what? You know, I I don't know what it feels like to, to just rest or to just relax because I've been so thrown into working and, and happily doing so, you know, trying to get these projects done because I'm so excited to bring to you guys what I've been working on my gosh but anyway so um I laid in the bed and I'm like uh what am I gonna do with this day and I laid there and laid there and I was I have to admit I feel like I knew that I wasn't going to work because I felt like that's what God was asking me to not do but I was um I don't want to say I was bothered by it but I I was doing it reluctantly, like I was going to relax or rest, but I really wanted to be working, right? And so I remembered something that my daughter's dad said earlier in the week, and it came back to me. Oh my gosh, you guys. So my daughter is seven. My older, my other kids are are grown, you know, young adults, um, but I've got a baby who is seven. So she her dad's birthday was last week and um she wanted to give her dad a gift and the gift was like she had just gotten a hundred dollars from her grandma and she wanted to spend 40 on a gift for her dad I think she found something on Amazon for like 39 dollars so basically 40 dollars so almost half of her hundred dollars right 40 almost half And I said, you can't spend that kind of money on your dad. I mean, it's almost half your money. And she's like, mommy, but I really, really want to. I want my daddy to have this gift. And I said, no, you can't. Your daddy, no, 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 no. You can do something. Your daddy knows your heart and you don't have to give that to him. You know, it's half your money almost. So no, but mommy, I really want to. I really want to give this to my dad. I want him to have this. I don't care about the money. I want my daddy to have this. And I understand that it's giving away almost half my money, but I still want my daddy to have this. And so I called him up. I snuck away um, one day last week and I, I called him. Uh, I went outside because I didn't want her to hear him, hear our conversation. I thought it was so sweet of her. Like, that's just the heart that she has. Whatever it is she's got, she's going to ask you, do you want half of it or the whole thing? It's just the way she is. I mean, I don't care if it's a cookie. 
I don't care what it is. She's going to see to it that you get it before she even has it. And I just love her heart and her spirit. And anyway, so I, I went out, I tiptoed outside and I called her dad that particular day. And I said, man, your daughter really, really loves you. And he was like, why you say that? I said, man, she um, got $100 from her grandma and she wants to spend almost half of it on you. She wants you to have a certain gift. And I said, but... I told her she can't spend almost half her money on you. I know that you understand and you wouldn't even expect that out of her anyway. She really, really wants to do this for your birthday. But I keep trying to explain to her that there's something else we can get you for your birthday that is more reasonable for a seven-year-old to buy. And he said, oh, she is so sweet. He said, she's just the sweetest thing. He said, but you know what? I said, what? He said, if she gave it to me, if she spent that money on me, he said, all I'm going to do is turn around and give it right back. And I said, oh, he said, yes. He said, I'm going to, he said, if she gave it to me, I'd give it right back to her. So you guys, as I'm laying in the bed on this Sunday morning, that had taken place earlier in the week. Okay. That conversation. So as I'm laying in the bed on this Sunday morning and I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this rest? You know, this day of rest. Like, okay, what do you do there? Who, what do people do when they rest? Like, I've gotten so out of touch with that lately. You know, like, I, and that's not me, but it's just been me in the last couple of months with this project I've got going on. So I was like, what do people do? You know, so I'm laying here in the bed and I'm kind of like torn about this thing. Like, I want to be obedient, but I also like, okay, what am I going to do today? Like, I'm just going to waste a whole day doing nothing and shh. A whole day doing nothing I could be doing something that's what I was thinking you guys I just got to be honest and um I laid there and you know what came to my heart what came to my memory was those words that my baby's dad said it came to my heart as if it was coming from God and it was but if you give it to me I'll give it right back and you guys that set my soul on fire. That that just feeling that being whispered and deposited back into my spirit, coming back to my memory. But if you give it to me, I'll give it right back. You all, you don't even know the way I just felt like running. That was what I needed. And it just reminded me that I could trust God with anything, with everything, be it my money, be it my talent, be it my time, be it the day that I was sacrificing, trying to be obedient to him. But he knew that that was a sacrifice for me. And I felt like he was saying, but if you're obedient and you give me this time, I will give it right back. I'll make it worth your while. And I don't know about you. And people have varying opinions about tithing, right? And um, some people are like, I don't believe in tithing. I don't trust what the church is going to do with the money, blah, 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 whatever, whatever your beliefs. I'm not here to debate that with you, whatever. But it's been my experience, I'm going to say for me, that I have been able to do so much more with the 90% that I keep after giving a 10% tithe or whatever, just given as an example. God has been able to stretch that little bit that's left further than I was able to handle the whole hundred percent had I not given it to him. You know, inevitably something goes wrong when I keep the whole hundred versus 
when I trust him with it and I give him back what's rightfully his and I've got a cut of it left oh gosh how far he make he lets that cut go and go and it reminds me of the bible story when we talk about the widow and the sons who had the jars of oil and she just every time she had more jars of oil I mean the oil she just the oil wouldn't run out the oil didn't run out till her jars ran out and she just had more and more and more and more and more oil oil and uh but she started off with nothing but she went and her sons went and gathered the jar and and uh I don't have the scripture in front of me to, to reference it to tell you where to go look up the story but the point is God will take your little bit or your nothing and he can stretch that thing when you give it to him what little bit you have or you give your nothing to him in faith and so with my time that he knew I was sacrificing trying to be obedient he's like but if you give it to me I'll give it back sure enough the next day on Monday I have my Mondays are typically packed with meeting after meeting after meeting I just kind of load them up on Mondays that's the day that I kind of meet with everyone to get everybody in order for what we're going to be doing for the week and then you know through the rest of the week everybody knows their orders and we can all just move on accordingly right so I just try to make Mondays my meeting day with everybody and um sure enough meetings were canceled one after the other the meetings were canceled 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 on Monday that following day to where I had that whole day for myself to redeem the time that I seemingly lost by not doing something on Sunday um and God has just continued to make ways and open doors and send blessings and and calm some storms that had been occurring you know and I feel like he just spoke to those storms peace be still with some of the things that I was dealing with he's just opened doors and ways um over this past week with the projects that I've been working on and with other things I've been dealing with and I give him glory for that but what I want to tell you is I've gotten back to so last since last Sunday I said okay I get it so I decided to sit on down and I decided to get back in my Bible each day. I've tried to. I think I have. Uh, I don't think I missed a day. I'm not sure. I don't think I've missed a day. <laughs> uh, got back to my old, you know, my old way of doing that. And so, you guys, something has been sticking out to me as I've been reading. And that's that's actually what I wanted to tell you. <laughs> it took the long way to tell you that. And that is, I've been reading the book of Acts. And uh, I've been reading this week chapter 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 and something keeps sticking out at me you guys and that's what I wanted to share (laughs) I said all the other things to get to this so I've tried to get back on track as it pertains to reading my bible and pray well I pray each day anyway but you know reading my bible and taking notes and just trying to hear what God is saying to me and I want to share something with you in the book of acts um in uh chapters uh let's see here chapters was it 13 oh chapter 14 chapter 15 um something has stuck out to me and there's a phrase and it says so they put it in god's care so they put him in god's care So they put it in God's care. So they put them in God's care. I've seen the the phrase a few times over the last couple of chapters. And I thought it was interesting. It stood out to me. 
it was a story about this and that and blah, blah, blah. Different, you know, different scenarios were taking place. But what stood out to me was this particular phrase. So the church sent Paul and Barnabas and they put, put them in God's care. So they did blah, blah, blah. And they put him or it in God's care. And you guys, I came here to tell you this. Whatever, 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 whatever you are dealing with today, whatever frustration, whatever vision, hope, goal, dream, prayer request, issue, relationship matter, financial matter, health matter, family matter, whatever matter. All I really wanted to say was that since I've been back in my word, this phrase has been sticking out to me put it in God's care and I want you to write it down right now if you don't have paper and pencil as you're listening put it in your phone use the digital notes but you guys I want you to remember something say it with me say put it say I want you to say I say I put You fill in the blank. I put whatever it is in God's care. That's what I want you to do this week. Put it in God's care. That's what I want you to work on this week. Ask him to help you with that this week. Ask him to help you to put the things you're dealing with, worried about, frustrated about, in his care and I want you to reference go over there and read for yourself in the book of Acts you can read chapter 15 I mean actually I encourage you just to start with chapter 1 it's not all through there in chapter 1 but I'm just saying it's very I I really enjoy reading the book of Acts so I encourage you to read the whole thing to start with verse start with chapter 1 and read a chapter each day but where I'm referencing when they say Um, They put it in God's care. You can go to Acts chapter 14 and it's in verses 23 and 26. You can go to Acts chapter 15 and it's in verse 40. And you can look for it in other places, but put it in God's care. That's really all I wanted to tell you today. That's really all I wanted to tell you today. And I want to let me let me say this. Let me tell you why this is really big for me. And let me tell you why this means so much that God has let me see that in his word it's because I've been writing books and I've created some courses and I've created some other products and services built on these things that I cannot wait to share with you guys oh my gosh they are I know I'm the one that wrote them so of course I'm gonna say they're incredible but they really are incredible like I've let some people see some sneak peeks and everyone is like my gosh like after reading this, you've convinced me to do blah, 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 whatever the books are about. Like, and I cannot wait to show you. But anyway, I want you to know something. Let me tell my quick testimony of why that phrase, put it in God's care, is so important to me. So I wasn't going to go through all this on today's episode, but I'm going to go ahead and share it anyway. Because <laughs> now, while I'm talking about what I'm talking about, the reason why this has been so big for me is because I wrote some books almost a year about nine months ago I wrote some books about nine months ago I sat on the books for about three months because I didn't know what to do with them next 
And so I sat on the, and plus it was just overwhelming because I had never written books before to publish. So (laughs) that too. So there was that also. So I wrote the books about nine months ago, sat on them for about three months. And I was like, I don't know what to do next. Right. And so I don't even want to think about what to do next. Cause like, it just sounds like it's going to be a big deal. So I don't even know what to do. So I'm gonna sit on it for a while. Let me think about this. So after about three months of sitting on the books that I wrote, I ended up taking the next steps and um, some friends referred me to a graphic design company that could bring my books to life. You know, they were going to lay out the books, turn them into books. You know, I I wrote them, but they were going to, you know, do the graphic design, make the pages pretty, you know, add graphics to it, blah, blah, blah. So I, the company promotes unlimited revisions unlimited requests on graphic designs same day turnaround blah 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 da 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 if you paid this particular price so i paid the the highest they have like three packages you can you can um purchase you know three different ones you can choose from and i chose the most expensive package so that i can get the works right and so i did not get what i paid for with this company And so I um, waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And my book wasn't really coming together. And neither were some of the other projects that I gave them. I won't say they weren't. It was, I shouldn't say it wasn't coming together. It wasn't what I envisioned. It could have been better. Let me say it that way. And so, but they offered unlimited revisions and unlimited requests, right? So I would send it back because I'm like, I'm not giving you guys like my audience anything less than what I feel like is my best representation of my best effort. So I would give it back to the graphic design company because they're like unlimited revisions. And I'm going to and with me paying as much as I was paying for this top tier package, I was going to get my money's worth. So I said, no, you know, so I wasn't mean about it by any means. I was like, oh, it looks good, but could you do this please you know uh, it looks good but could you do that please you know whatever so it got to the point to where the company asked to have a meeting with me and so I said okay and I kind of felt like I was being called into the principal's office and so I was like okay hey what's up you know we're meeting because this doesn't seem normal you know like I don't think you all meet with your clients normally so what's up yeah about that and I'm like okay and they're like um you have like way too many things in your queue and honestly your designer is getting like she's it's giving her anxiety to see all the things that you are wanting her to design eventually like that's just frustrating her that's giving her anxiety just seeing that all these things are waiting on her when she gets done with the first project there's so many more to come and I thought well I don't understand you I'm paying you for the top tier package And you advertise unlimited requests, unlimited revisions, same day turnarounds, which I'm not expecting this kind of project of this magnitude to be turned around the same day. But I don't understand why is unlimited requests what you advertise. But then when I, you know, put in several requests, you're calling, you want to meet with me to tell me that I'm asking for too much. I mean, I, I don't get it. Is it unlimited or not? You know, what am I paying for here? Yeah, I mean, and it is, it's just that when she sees it, when she sees that you have more things, it's just kind of giving her anxiety. And I'm thinking, well, I'm sorry that she's 
having anxiety, but does she know that she's working for a company that advertises unlimited graphic design requests? Because, I mean, that's kind of what I'm paying you for. If you only want to do one project, then don't advertise unlimited. It's kind of, I didn't say it that way, but that's basically what I was trying to say, you know. So we get done with that and we go about our business, whatever. So they, down the road, weeks later, they say, "Mm, can we meet with you again? And I'm like, now what are we meeting about? You know, I was like, okay, sure, we can meet. So they're saying, you're communicating with us too much. Now, with this top package that I pay for, um, you have access to them, like to communicate with them so that, you know, you can speak directly with your designer through messages on this app. So I'm paying for that, like, because there are packages that don't have that access, but they offer that as a perk or benefit to this package. So they're saying, well, you're messaging her too much. I don't I message her once a day to just check in and like just make sure everything's in order. And if she replied to me, you know, and said, hey, I'm at this point in your project. Which one do you like this or that? Then, of course, I would respond, you know, go with this one or go with that one. Or can you make this bigger? Can you make this smaller? Can you make this red? Can you make this blue? Whatever it is, you know, but that's the way that's what I was paying for. Right. And so they're like, mm, but that's too much. Could you could you not message her so much? And I'm like, what? But you, you're charging me for this service. Like, this is a part of, a, this is one of the perks of the package I pay for. So I'm like, so this is yet another thing that you offered that you really don't mean, that you really don't want people to take advantage of, right? You don't want them to take advantage of Unlimited. And now you don't want them to really take advantage of this messaging feature, but you're charging for it. Okay. So then weeks go by, still no book finished and still no other projects that I had for them to finish finished. I'm paying all this money. A couple of months have gone by now and um, still nothing. And they say, "Mm, can we meet with you? And I'm like, no, come on again. Can you meet with me again? Okay. Now what's the, what's the thing? Your revisions. Like you, you just keep sending it back. Like there's so many revisions that's frustrating our designer. And um, that's just giving her anxiety. So could you limit your revisions? And I'm thinking, I'm so confused right now. I am paying for the top package. You advertise unlimited revisions. And I'm not really abusing that. But I am asking for a couple of things to be right. And that's a problem. Okay. And so they're saying, well, yeah, but if you could just cut down on your revisions, because it's just, it's frustrating your designer. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why are we paying for unlimited this, unlimited that, if really unlimited this and unlimited that is a problem? And so um, I said, okay, so now what do I do? You know, so they come back again, you guys, and they said, hey, we want you to meet with our top dog. We need you to meet with like this other person at this point. And the other person's like, hey, yeah, about about your account. Um, not a good fit. We're killing the account like today, like right now, at, like now, <laughs> no more. Um, we're just not a good fit. What you need is not what we really intended on providing through our service. And um, yeah, we're going to have to stop working on your everything. 
you guys I think I had about another week or two to go on the book and the book would have been ready to be published it would have been done being designed and ready to be published and right before the finish line they say "Mm, we ain't gonna do this no more we quit and I literally was in tears like I was in tears because I couldn't figure out what did I do wrong I did what you asked of me I paid you I paid you on time I was patient I was kind I was courteous I was respectful I used the things that I paid for such as these perks these these revisions or these communication channels or the request the number of requests I can I did because I mean I paid for that like if you only if you had a limit to these things then that's be that should be what they advertise and I would have been able to I would have adhered to that but where did I go wrong what did I do what did I do that was wrong and they stopped working on my project they were like "Mm, this isn't really what we do this is not what our business model is set up to be this is just not going to work for us we're going to have to pull out of this project and I cried and I was like, but what about, but what about, but what about my project? My book is almost done and y'all quit. Can you at least finish? Nothing got finished. And I was sad, you guys. And I couldn't understand what was happening. And I couldn't understand, like, what did I do? What did I do? So I sat there and um, I sat there kind of numb for a little while probably a few weeks and I just didn't know what to do I didn't know who to call I did not know another graphic designer I did not know for this type of project um, I just didn't know what to do I had never written a book before so I didn't know who else to reach out to it was just a big stink right and I sat there for a few weeks on it and so then I had Um, a series of other contractors and people that were going to work on the projects and they just did not come through they didn't come through they had excuses why they were going to be running late why they couldn't really do it this time but they can do it in another you know like they might have promised one turnaround date but they would say "Mm, it's going to be longer or later than that or I can do this, but I really can't do that part. Like I told you I could do that part or whatever it was. People just, it just wasn't going as smoothly as I had hoped. I did my part and I paid everyone. I paid what I was supposed to pay. And I just like, okay, I, I've made my requests. I've given my things to people and I'm hoping that they are ready to roll. Like everything's good. But instead people would fall through left and right. And over the last few months, it has just been very tiresome and frustrating for me. I'll just be very honest and very transparent. And so the reason why the message that I told you about put it in God's care matters is because people have been falling off like flies with the projects, um, just not doing what they said they can do or within the time frame they said they can do it or with the skill level that they said they could do it in. And it's just been worrisome to me. And so last week when I began listening to my reading my devotionals again or listening to them, God let me the one that I when I started back up listening to my devotionals on the Our Daily Bread app. The the story was about Gideon and Gideon was having to go to battle. And basically, to make a long story short that I welcome you to look up for yourself, but basically, um, I believe the children of Israel were going to be battling, I think it was the Midianites, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You'll have to check that just to make sure, because I could be wrong, but I think it was the Midianites. But anyway, um, they started off with a large army, 
the children of Israel. They had a lot of people. And God said, I can't let you win like this. Because if you win like this, you would brag against me. You would boast against me. Basically, in other words, saying it's too easy. It's too, it's so many of you all. You could win with all these men and you would think you won in your own might, basically. You know, this is too easy. You got too many fighters. So yeah, if you win, you would just be like, we did this. We did this for ourselves. You wouldn't give me the glory, basically. And so God told Gideon, you got too many people. We got to we gotta narrow down your army. And so over a series of, of things happening, some ran away from the battle. Some fell off one way or another for whichever way. And God thinned out the the last of them. And God got down, got the got the the army down to an army of three hundred men, and they were going to be fighting and battling against another nation that had thousands and thousands and thousands of fighters. And Gideon's looking like three hundred men, three hundred. They went the, the God's people went from all like thousands and thousands down to three hundred. And basically, he fixed it so it looked like the odds were against them. They didn't have all that it looked like they would have needed to get this big job done, to win the battle, to win the battle. They, they, they were limited on resources, it looked like, because they were down to 300 men to fight. But God did that. God allowed that. He's the one who said you got too many. All the way till they got to 300. But guess what? 300 men went to battle against the nation. I think it was the Midianites. And uh, they had, I don't know how many, like 10,000, 20,000, 25,000 men, whatever the number. Huge, right? And guess who won that battle? God's children. The children of God. They won the battle but you know, when they won the battle, 300 of them against this huge army, you know it was a miracle and nothing short of the work and hands of God. It was in his strength that they won because the odds were against them. How could they, with limited resources, 300 men win that battle? So you all... When I started listening to my devotional again, that was the first one that came. That was the first that was the first uh, devotional that that came to me last week. That's what I read, right? And I couldn't do nothing but thank God because that's what it felt like. I started off with this and that and all these people and all the resources and a big team and blah blah blah. And it seems like this one fell off and that one fell off and this one walked away and this one said they can't do it and this one and blah, 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 blah. And I got all the way down to it looked like it was just me doing this thing. Morning, noon and night, entrepreneur hours from sunup to sundown, late nights, early mornings. It got down to me, just me and the Lord. And... um I was weary. And so when he let me read that devotional, that that passage of scripture, that story about how he is the one that let them get down so low because he wanted to show that it was him that deserved the glory when they got that victory. Y'all, you don't even know (laughs) how I could have ran, took off running from that. You hear me? So that ain't all. 
So on last Sunday, bringing it back to this day of rest, on last Sunday, I said, okay, well, I ain't doing nothing. I'm going to rest. So when it came time for us to tune into online worship service, we tuned into Transformation Church out in Tulsa, Oklahoma with Pastor Mike Todd. And I looked on YouTube to see what the day's sermon was going to be. And I couldn't find the sermon for the day. And I'm like, well, I know they didn't have church by now. You know, where's the video for today? I couldn't find it. So I told my baby, my seven-year-old, I said, well, I guess we're going to have to tune into children's church. Let's see what the children's church message is for today. So we tuned into Transformation Kids Children's Church service. Do y'all want to know what the lesson was? (laughs) Do you want to know what the lesson was? The message was the same story. Came back to me again. God sent it again for my hearing. That was confirmation. That was confirmation. And it was the same story about Gideon and these 300 men who won the battle against their opponent that had thousands and thousands, who, when it looked like the odds were against them, when it looked like this one and that one had ran away and fallen off and didn't come through and wasn't there to help fight, God gave them the victory with the odds against them and limited resources. They won. And that was a children's lesson last week. That was my second time in a period of a few days getting that same message, same scripture, y'all. And I want you to know that that was an example of me having to put it in God's care. Put this book that I'm writing and the courses that I'm building and all the other things that I'm working on, put it in God's care because he is going to let me win and he is already deserving of the glory and the praise regardless win or lose he's still worthy right and so anyway I just want to share that word with you today put it in God's care put it in God's care say it with me say I'm going to put it in God's care all right I love you 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 with the love of the Lord I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. And um, if you can relate, if you have a testimony, if you have a comment, if you have a question, if you, whatever it is, if you want to just dialogue with me regarding this, something I said, if it hit you, if it missed you, whatever, go to my website again. It's organizedenergy.co backslash podcast. Leave your comments and do me a favor. Would you please stop by two places online, three places online, and follow me that is go to apple podcasts and look up the life unscripted podcast by organized energy because i think there's another life unscripted podcast but mine is life with the dot dot type of thing like the, the semicolon life semicolon unscripted podcast by organized energy go to apple Podcasts and rate the podcast and don't just rate it but leave a review please would y'all all right that's number one Number two, follow me on Clubhouse and it's organized energy, organized energy on Clubhouse. Um, Go to Facebook, look up organized energy consulting and please like my page and follow. Unfortunately, you have to do two steps right there with Facebook, like and follow. So like and follow at organized energy consulting on Facebook. All right. And then, of course, I'm on Instagram, organized energy as well. Um, 
All right. I think that's all. I love you guys. Tune in next time for more. Have a wonderful, wonderful, and actually the best week ever. Bye-bye.